0: that kind of stuff. Jonathan Edwards, the album is called Have a Good Time for Me, which is a great song as well. That's my home man in the Hall of Fame. It's the Trail Trifecta all about fame this morning. Jonathan Edwards, Buffalo Springfield before that, Child's Claim to Fame and Fame from David Bowie. It's 8.34. My guest this morning is Luke Softich from Rock and Rudy's. Hello, Luke. How are you? Good. Good. How are you doing? I'm just fine. Thank you for the root beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: what a nice thing
0: to do. Luke walks in. He's got his, his Beatles handbag, <laughs> and he pulls out what at first appears to be a six-pack of beer. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I've i never had a guest do that before. but <laughs> And it's a, a six-pack of Henry Ryan Weinhard's root beer. Yeah, keeping it clean, you know. Keeping it clean. <laughs> and I said, how did you know? And you said, I've heard you talk about your Saturday night root beer. Yeah. Yep. Almost every Saturday night, my wife and I watch a movie and popcorn and root beer. You can't slow us down. We may be in our 60s, but you can't slow us down. One iota. Great. All right. So we are going to be talking about uh, uh, Record Store Day, National Record Store Day, which is tomorrow in fact specifically it is 21 hours 24 minutes and 12 seconds away right the countdown's been going on for a couple weeks the countdown yeah. on the uh, on the website
1: recordstoreday.com how many years has record store day been going uh, on? i believe this is the 11th year okay it started in 2008 yeah and uh, this year's ambassadors are pearl jam yeah i read that yeah. we had a story on it earlier this morning um
0: As somebody that has been intimately involved with vinyl for as long as you have, uh, it's got to have been interesting to have watched the resurgence in vinyl as it has gone from—how old are you? Fifty-five. Fifty-five. You're a young-looking fifty-five. Holy (laughs) sweet Jesus. Um, But but people in our age bracket, in my age bracket even more than yours, that that grew up on on vinyl— and then to watch you go completely out of style, you know, as, right. as various mediums came into to being, it, some of which were terrific in their own way. Um, I guess they all had their advantages to them. And then to see this,
1: this love of vinyl uh, come back with, with an entirely new generation. Yeah. No, it's been fantastic just to see a whole new uh, group of people getting into the whole um, experience. You yeah. know, it's a whole different thing. It is, and, and, and part of it is just the
0: tensile aspect of it, of of that that feel of that vinyl. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I never missed having to get up and flip the, the record over. You know, having grown up having to do that. Right. And the pops and the scratches and the clicks and all that kind of stuff. That is not what I missed. What I missed were the album covers.
1: Right. Yeah, the liner notes, the album covers. You just can't get that same experience out of the, the CD format. Yeah, you can't get it out of the CD format. And and uh,
0: uh, I, rem- I don't remember the first album that I ever bought that had the lyrics printed. And the whole thing might have even been Sgt. Pepper. But to, but to be able to sit down, especially with a double album, right. you know, and open it up, put the album on. And have that that experience where you could, there was no guessing. There was, you couldn't Google it in those days, but there was no guessing anymore on what those lyrics were.
1: Yeah. And oh, a lot yeah. of arguments. <laughs> a
0: lot of misheard lyrics over the years.
1: It's <laughs> still going on today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, but, and what, I know there are always uh, new releases specifically to uh, Record Store Day. Are there any this year that you're excited um, about? Yeah,
1: there's a, a few things. Well, you can go on the website and see a list of things. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's hard to get a fill on everything we order. But um, there's an Allman Brothers Fillmore uh, show from February 70. Wow, that they're putting God, out. Right. I don't think it's a show that's been out before. So just right at their peak, you know. Right at the sweet spot of that
0: band, yeah. or before Dwayne uh, passed away, and when uh, when they were just hungry. Oh yeah. yeah, just the best live band in the world, probably Absolutely. at the time.
1: Yeah, um, Bob Dylan's putting out a uh, New York test pressing of Blood on the Tracks, which are things he recorded in New York, and then he went over to Minnesota later and recut. About half the album, I think, with different musicians. Okay, it wasn't totally happy with it, so it's kind of a different take on. So these these are the
0: alternative versions.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because that's such an interesting album too. Because uh,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to, you know, any empirical data on this, but I think if you ask the average music fan what their favorite Dylan album was, I, I think that would probably be the one that most comes to mind for a oh, lot yeah, of people. Oh yeah,
1: definitely, especially for his 70s output. I think it's just a high point. Yeah, because and there it's... were some low points in that 70s output as well with Dylan, I have <laughs> to yeah, say, okay. you know. But, um uh, but Blood on the Tracks was a terrific. Yeah, album. just a real personal album and, you know, kind of hit home for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh, we had a story on it earlier. I, I think there's a, a Pink Floyd, a mono Pink Floyd album from '68. Yeah, second album, also called secrets. Album, right. Yeah, and I right. don't think the mono mix has been out for a while. And really, back then, people preferred the mono just because stereo was new for rock and roll. You know, it was kind of established for classical music.
0: That's but, true. Uh,
1: you know, I remember, and, and we may have talked about this before when you were
0: in before, but I remember when when uh, because my first albums were purchased. With well, my first singles were purchased with paper out money, yep. and my first albums <laughs> were purchased with dishwasher being a dishwasher. <laughs> I mean, manual dishwasher <laughs> money. Um, so I wasn't exactly rolling in the dough. And I remember that you could buy the mono version of the album for whatever the price was, like two ninety nine or something, uh-huh. and the stereo version was a dollar more. Right. And so you had to be feeling pretty darn flush. To spring for the stereo plus a lot of that a lot of that uh 60s rock and roll especially the early and mid 60s rock and roll was recorded with the
1: idea of being in mono right oh yeah definitely i mean stereo mixes oftentimes you would end up with vocals on one side and drums on the other and
0: just which was, kinda cool when was you kind of cool
1: when you weren't used to it but now it's sort of distracting yeah no, it was cool if you were like a musician who wanted to pick out parts. You could kinda isolate things right, and whatnot. Right, yeah. But really the stronger mixes like like Sgt. Pepper I still think sounds great in mono. You and Robert Much more powerful. <laughs> Robert
0: you and Robert. Robert is a is a fan of those uh, uh earlier recordings in, in uh in mono like mm-hmm. that. Uh, I think of some of those um records like the early Kinks records that right. were this terrific just you know, assault on your senses you know with their their ripped up speakers and their in their amps and stuff and when that comes at you in mono oh yeah it's it just is right in your face it's just it's yeah great. You, you, you go know? ahead and try and
1: pick out whatever you want but basically it is a <laughs> a, a, a total sound with that oh yeah i remember having the 45 for uh, hey jude yeah, flip it over and play Revolution. You know the real electric version of it. Right. And the first few times I played it, I thought there was something wrong with the 45 because <laughs> the distortion was just so heavy. Because it was in mono. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Did
0: they do 45s in stereo? I don't remember.
1: Um, I think they did, but not more often than not. It was mono because yeah. they were for jukeboxes and for the radio stations. You know. Yeah. My first
0: 45 so. was uh, Kinks and
1: Tired of Waiting for You. Nice. Oh
0: I know Mike. that's yeah. a really cool thing. Yeah. My first album was The Buckinghams, kind of a drag. So I lost all hipness after the 45 you know but (laughs) but but, you recovered
1: but i was covered (laughs) i was covered i usually just
0: mention the kink single um uh anything in particular that's going on at at record heaven Uh, rudy's record heaven Rock and rudy's record
1: uh no we're actually it's being celebrated at both stores um record heaven is our location at uh 821 south higgins right right across from hellgate high there yeah and he'll be opening at 10 and our main store who's running the store uh, a guy named scott He's okay. our final guy over there. Has he been there for a long time? Yeah. He knows a lot. Yeah, he knows a lot. Yeah, okay. That's great. And then our main store will be open at 9. Right. So we'll have selections from all the titles you see online there. Both okay.
0: locations. All right. And I see yeah. they've put together, and I read about this earlier, and then I was looking at the Record Store Day uh, website. Little tiny record player. Yeah. That they're offering in some places with little tiny <laughs> Like three-inch records. Yeah, to they're go pretty on interesting.
1: It. We kind of got to see a preview of that at the convention in New Orleans this last summer, and uh, we didn't bring any in this year for the store. We just right. didn't know what the market would be. But it's kind of a neat little yeah. I'm you sure know. that they're available
0: uh, a number of places that you could find on on the uh, the website. But that's yeah, pretty cool. yeah, they look look fun little toys, kind of. <laughs> so the last thing I want to mention is that uh, you have a kid in the Hellgate band. Yes. Yeah, yeah I do. What's your What's your kid's name? Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. What does Marshall play?
1: He plays trombone and euphonium. And they went off to Hawaii. Yeah.
0: And they nailed it in a big old serious way. Luke. They did. It was
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. First what place. Did, what did they? So. There
0: was. What was the name of the award? Do you remember?
1: Uh, uh, it was a Pacific Rim Music Festival. I yeah, believe I what think. It was called? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. you you had to be feeling great about that. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I mean they have a great program there. Don't That's they? Just fantastic. Did
0: you go over to yeah. Mis when they uh, had that at uh, No Hellgate? I missed that, but I heard great great Whoa, things about that. Too. That was amazing too. What a great what a great uh, arts program. Yeah, uh, over there. All right, All right. So, Luke. Thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always thank you a for the root beer. We'll be diving into that tomorrow that night at the at the at the house. Great. All pick, right. pick an appropriate
1: movie and you know. Pop a few, pop a few
0: <laughs> i used to this is true because i I make no secret of the fact that uh let's see ninety one twenty eight i think this this summer is twenty eight years I've been sober um so when i first when, when when I first quit drinking all those years ago, ice cream was my thing. Okay. As it is for a lot of recovering alcoholics because it's got a lot of sugar in it, and you're always telling yourself you earn this, which is all true, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I moved from that to root Beer. Okay. And it used to be I'd sit down with the popcorn when my wife and I would sit down to watch a movie. I'd nail three Ritbeers Beers in a row. <laughs> I finally cut back to one. So this is going to last us several weeks. Great. Thank, thank right. you, Luke.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's great to be on a station where one day you can uh, be talking Dvorak and Maslenka with Darko, and then we're... Wrapping about rock and roll. You are a listener, (laughs) aren't you? Wasn't that a a nice interview with him yesterday? Oh, it was great.
0: He, He is the most genuine individual. And at the end of the interview, when he said, I just want to thank the trail, for all these years, it's not often a station with this kind of a format reaches out to the symphony orchestra and says, "How can we help?" Right.
1: Oh, You no. know, and that that was a that was a very generous thing for him to uh, to bring up. Yeah, so. no, great guy, and we appreciate your support and all the independent stores in town as well. A local, local, a local. We a love local. it. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> all right, Luke
0: Softich from from uh, Rock and Rudy's tomorrow is Record Store Day. It is now 21 hours, 13 minutes, and 45 seconds away. And again, uh, what's the Rockin' Rudy's website? Just rockinrudys.com. I thought that was it. I was on that a little while ago, too. I was trying to remember your last name. I finally had to ask you when you came in the door. (laughs) Uh, Recordstoreday.com is the other website. We are the trail.